Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Hi, and good afternoon, our Trady Wives community. It's so good to be back here. And I guess, you know, two weeks go, go, go past pretty quick and uh, never has there been a time when uh, not only our days, hours, but definitely our weeks are going as fast as they are right now. And for many of us all over Australia, we're, uh, we're certainly feeling the, uh, the pressure in one way or another as it relates to the environment, the economy, the COVID-19 media, and ultimately, you know, what are the things that we control? So... Really, really interested to uh, to be hearing from each and every one of you um, as it relates to how, how are you coping, how are you feeling, how how are things for you, and and, and again let's let's keep it as um, I guess above above the line as we can as it relates to you know what are the things that you can control right now. It might be just one or two things that you say or share that might help just someone else listening right now. And it's so important that as a human race, as as a community, as the trading wives community, we are definitely doing our best to support each other and uh, I thank you for uh, giving me an opportunity to be here again and I've got my uh, fellow champion uh, general manager in our business at Business Benchmark Group um, with us here again today. Uh, Nikki Sadler, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm good, thanks. And how are you? I'm really good, I guess, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really aware and I'm, um, I'm certainly not ignorant as to the the, the challenges that are going on all around us and specifically here in Melbourne, it's, um, it's an elevated level of challenge, but we, um, we push through, we, we fight through and, um, you know, we stay controlled as to the things we can do. Um, I guess many of our clients, um, you know, our team, you know, we're working remotely and have been, you know, the distance is not only distancing physical, but it's distancing, you know, that common communication thread and what have you. So, I'm, I'm really good. I am good. I mean, I must admit I am, um, you know, you, you have several conversations a day with, with various clients and various business owners who are um, thinking about becoming clients. And, and it does sort of, um, it does sort of transfer in terms of their, 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 their reality, their, their struggle and their challenge right now. It does transfer across and, and I'll be lying if I said, oh, it's all good. Right. So it, it is important to be honest and um, transparent. I think, you know, if we use that as our um, as as our launching pad for today's sharing on trading wives, um, it's okay to say you're um, you're feeling under pressure. It's okay to uh, demonstrate vulnerability, and um, how is it that you reach out, seek out, not only within yourself but also for those around you, particularly your trusted people around you, to assist you with um, you know sharing a moment or two and not feeling vulnerable or definitely not feeling judged. So. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I guess, you know, it's, it's, um, it's pleasing to see the majority of our clients, you know, keeping their nose above water and, and having the fortitude of insight that, you know, the next six months, the next three months, and definitely the next two weeks are looking okay for them. And they're facing the struggle of um, advanced communication with their team, Nikki. You know, advanced communication back at home every night. You know, some, some people are not even leaving their home. And I mean, I'm, as you know, we've been working from home since late March. And yes. I mean, I've, I've decided to be outside today because um, working in the home office is sort of, um, you know, with some of the conversations I had earlier today, it was getting a bit heavy. And I just need to get outside and got my little, uh, my little buddy 
a polo running around and chasing <laughs> balls on his own. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm okay. Thank you for asking. I know it's a long answer, but it's an important answer to realise even, even the best of us, even those that are most skilled and structured and, and very clear about the next five years, even we have a moment where we are, um, you know, to, we need to reach out to people we trust also to share, hey, this is what's going on for me. How can you help me? Absolutely. I think, um, I think it's important to understand that everybody has their moment and it's okay. And it's really good to be able to share that with your team because you'll come across as being more human if you are in the, in the news today. We've had over 700 new cases of coronavirus today. I mean, that's, it's disturbing um, in Victoria and other cases in other states. So, you know, it's, it's okay if, you, if you're human and it is so important to ask all of your team, you know, are you okay? So um, I know how we keep morale high in our team. Um, how would you suggest that um, the Trading Wives community work on the morale in their team? Well, look, it's a, um, it's, it's a fairly loaded question. I mean, how do you keep morale high? I think I think it comes back to, and we've shared this. Um, we've shared this, um, I guess, feedback in many ways over our journey with Trady Wives. But but it goes back to the basics and the fundamentals. One, you got to be honest and you got to be truthful. And ultimately, it's about communication. And you know, whether you're in the leadership team or you're in the uh, in the team, and whether you're the uh, the most recent apprentice or you're the uh, the longest serving employee, I guess you know. It comes down to communication. So how do you keep morale high? You know, how do you keep the fun in the business when there's not that much fun around us, in fairness? Um, I, think, I think it's about communication. I think it's about, you know, how, how is it? I mean, as you know, in our business, we have a dance-off every Monday morning and we rotate who owns the other uh, song, the winning song of the week. And, and as much as we're not in the same um, location as much as we used to be or not, at all, um, we, st- we still have our winning song and somewhere in the background, if someone's done an amazing, I guess, um, thing and or uh, job or we've had a client win, you know, the song sort of pings in the background in our, um, in our platform here on Teams. So there's, a, there's an opportunity for everybody as it relates to morale. You don't need to be the, uh, the, uh, the party clown and you certainly don't need to be uh, tripping people on their way to the toilet to, to have a laugh. But keeping morale high is about communication. It's about being honest. It's about, okay, this is the truth and this is how we're going to tackle the truth. This is the, uh, this is the opportunity and this is the challenge and this is how we're going to deal with the challenge to get us closer to the opportunity. So it's that constant it's that constant conversation and sharing, Nikki, that, um, you know, some of it can be formalised in writing, some of it can be formalised in, in team meetings. But in fairness, it doesn't, it doesn't sort of take much to just send a, uh, an SMS. You know, it doesn't take much to uh, send a, uh, you know, a uh, you know, create a, a private Facebook page for your, uh, for your own business and, uh, you know, communicate some fun that way and, and keep morale high. Or, you know, share the jobs and or um, wins that you're having today and the day's only an hour long. Yeah, so there's plenty of ways of um, keeping morale high and it doesn't have to be um, expensive and it doesn't have to be nuisance and it doesn't have to be the, uh, the party clown. You know, morale is high when the communication is strong. Morale is high when I know I'm being respected versus being judged. Morale is high when I'm being counted and not being judged. Morale is also when, um, you know, your team turns up and gives you some brutal truth because they care about you and most importantly care about the business, Nikki. 
Mm, I also think, um, you know, when, when, when you're in control of your business and you're getting results, it, that, that naturally lifts morale. And um, for some people I know, um, especially in our team, um, you know, the, the work is the only stable thing that's left um, right now. So, you know, that, that's important as well. So, you know, taking a look at who's on your team, um, who's like, you know, turning up for work and, and you are, you've created that stable environment. Our environment's exactly the same as it's always been um, in the seven odd years that I've been working with you. It's just that I don't get to see you every day. So, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of stability for some of us, especially our younger members of our team. Um, yeah, I was talking with a client uh, earlier today, and this was amazing, actually, because um, she was sharing with me. I, I saw on Facebook that uh, um, her, one of her horses, so she's a horse breeder as well as being an unbelievable tradie wife. And she, um, well, she's actually, she, she's definitely, um, yeah, she's an unbelievable um, business owner, in fairness, and a, a horse breeder on the side. Let me get that right. right. So, so Chantal was sharing with me earlier today. Chantal was sharing with me earlier today as to because I saw on Facebook that um, one of her horses gave birth to a. And again, this is a totally new language for me, so I had no idea about the language around baby horses or baby ponies, and rightfully so, it's called a foal, right? So there you go. And then she went on to explain to me that she's had 18 years of experience, and this was her 13th birth. Gosh. So so, so think about this, right? So here is a, a business owner who's running a very, very, very proactive business and literally in the last three months was, you know, I remember Chantal in early April, she was on her knees and literally crying and not really sure about what was going to happen in the next um, two weeks, let alone the next three months. And she's absolutely championed her journey. But she was sharing with me in the first five minutes of our conversation today um, what it actually takes to give birth to a baby foal and what happens in the first hour, which was just so unbelievable. And as she was sharing her story, it very much sounds like when you hire a new person on your team or you're giving, no, no. And, and, and I'm, I'm not saying people on our team and horses are the same thing, but what I'm saying is she has, she has a significant, or not. Well, Chantel has a significant expertise in giving uh, or assisting mares giving birth mm. an expertise that I certainly don't have. But in listening to the the important steps, her sharing with me that she's always nervous when she performs that activity, it's no different to running a business. And it's no different to being calm, mm. albeit you're always on your toes being aware. And what she was sharing with me, which she shared, she goes, and it's no different in helping my team be a better team helping them. If they can't stand on their feet yet, how do I help them get on their feet? How do I get them to gallop? How do I get them to go? And how do I ensure that a year later, two years later, three years later, they might be giving birth to the next future leader within mm -hmm. the organisation? So it was a very, it was an interesting, very different conversation for me. And I did learn so much and I'm so grateful to her. But as it relates to morale, as it relates to resilience, I mean, imagine giving birth to a baby horse and then needing to ultimately um, um, take your first steps as a pony and then becoming the horse that gives birth in the future. Now, again, that whole story for me was very interesting and mm -hmm. something I've never heard before. But as it relates to building a business, 
during crisis as it relates to keeping your calm and being in control, albeit always looking around you, Nikki, always being on your feet, being, you know, cautious, being aware, being educated. Morale is nothing more, nothing less than a leader being in control and being okay when things are going a little out of control to come back into control. So it's about being self-disciplined. Yeah. So that leads me on then. We, we have, a, we have a, a phrase in our business, um, go hard on the issue and soft on the person. Um, so given you know, what we're all dealing with at the moment, um, what advice do you have to, to business owners around that? How, how do business owners do that? Okay, so the go hard on the issue and, um, and, and be soft on the person, it's, it's a great follow-on from the morale conversation. Mm. All things being equal, people need to be told the truth. All things being equal, as difficult as the hard conversations can be, everybody, when they're given a chance, wants to be hearing the truth. Everybody given a chance would love to be speaking the truth. So I guess going hard on the issue, and and it is about, you know, when you think about success in business, in life, in horse breeding, whatever, it's about what are the standards? What are the things that are non-negotiable? What must happen before the next thing happens, before the next thing happens? And every time you do that, what is the standard? So going hard on the issue is about honesty. It's about needing one way to communicate something versus being two and three and four times then to break it down, communicate it, and, and ultimately getting very exhausted. When you get exhausted, it's because you, you, you're looking for three or four ways to, to get the point across versus going hard on the issue and, and always looking at the issue versus leave the person, understand that we are in this together and we need to sort that issue out versus you're at fault, you work it out, blah, 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 blah. There's the power of hard on the issue and soft on the person. And the moment you remove the reference to you versus I, the moment you stop utilising the reference, you did this, it's your fault, it's you versus I want this, I need this, I. The moment you remove you and I to be a we, how do we work through that? That is not the way we deliver. That is not the way we communicate. That is not the way we turn up. That is not our uniform. How do we fix that? How do we help you achieve that? How do I help you and we achieve that is how we stay hard on the issue and soft on the person. And that, there's that great question too. What help do you need? And what help do you need? What help do you need? So, you know, because we're, we're, as you say, we're all on the same team, regardless of whether you're the owner or you're the apprentice or anything in between, we're all on the same team and we all care and we all want the same outcome. So, and, look, for many, and, and for many of our trade-based business owners and, and, and their wives and their partners, I guess, you know, m- many of them, many of them, we, we, we do have a challenge with communication. We do have a private moment of being frustrated and angry and sometimes it's not so private, which is not good. But in saying that, you know, the moment frustration turns up, particularly in trade-based business, because you're dealing with plenty of people who have their own views and definitely have their own egos and, 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 and what have you, and 
the ability to be honest, the ability to be on point, the ability to be respectful. It's not about you, the person. It's about the standard here and how do we create a better standard? How do we move forward? So the whole thing about communication and particularly trade-based business owners, not only is communication a challenge at home because, you know, I get home after eight or nine hours, my husband's just been home all day i now need to go and help my husband do what he's got to do i'm dead tired because i've worked all day and my husband needs to know how my day went that to me might sound like a bit of a problem because i don't like communicating or i'm tired maybe that's the truth that's not good enough though that's not acceptable what is acceptable is constant communication in the home constant communication in the business and if you get that right, and it doesn't have to be, oh, I don't like talking, so I don't talk. That's just, that's a cop-out. You set the time during the week to discuss what is going on in the business with your life partner. And you also set the time in the week to discuss with your business team, your business leadership, your team as to what's going on. So hard on the issue and soft on the person cannot happen if you have no communication. Mm, absolutely thank you for that um so what do you do if you do notice that one of your team members um is is struggling is how is struggling with with um the current conditions and um, maybe there's a change in their appearance or even in their demeanor or how how they act at work if they're just not their usual self um what would you do as a leader of a business Oh, look, the, the, the obvious answer is you reach out and you, um, you get curious and then you've got to, you, you, you've got to be, um, it's important to be uh, emotionally connected to, um, to your people to even be in a position where you could, like literally someone could be off by 1% and you wouldn't be able to tell if you weren't connected to your team or your people. And, and therefore you only pick it up when they're 10% off because you have no connection. So the connection with your people as a leader, because remember, they're following you. You're the leader. You are leading. Yes. They're following you. And therefore, the ability to pick someone being off at 1% and 2% at the lower levels of being off gives you the empowerment to ask the question, mm -hmm. gives you the empowerment to take it offline, gives you the empowerment to say, hey, look, just want to touch base. Um, I've noticed now it might be just me. And, 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 and please, and it's okay if now is not the right time to discuss this, but I'm just checking in. Are you okay? Yeah. And it's okay if you tell me it's not. And if this is not the right time to talk about it, I also respect that too. But are you okay? And, and if you are, great. If you're not, help me understand by just listening. I might be able to give you some feedback. But at least by talking about it, you might get it off your chest and therefore we might be okay. And it's not just the mental health issue, which is a big one right now. So the emotional health, which is slightly different to mental health, is a big one too right now. And the whole fatigue syndrome, Nikki. Yes. The fatigue syndrome. And I guess in Victoria, we're seeing it more so than, than other states. Although, you know, the, the news with our clients interstate right now is, you know, it's, it's starting to impact them too. But the fatigue syndrome, which I call the emotional, the emotional health, mental health, emotional health, two very different things. And if I had more time, I'll, I'll, I would unpack that. And if you need me to um, explain that further, anybody listening, just direct message me and I'll, 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 I'll give you the distinction on the difference between mental health and 
emotional health. Right now, there's, 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 there's plenty of our um, fellow team members and our fellow business owners and their teams and, our, and humanity at, at whole globally. There, there is an emotional fatigue right now as it relates to the way things are. Mm. You know, to be walking around with a mask, to be not being, not to be having the freedom of movement to be with your friends as and when you can, as it was, is, is starting to certainly impact the emotional welfare of the community, not just the mental welfare. So, you know, it, it's almost like a withdrawal system um, going on, which is not your choice. So it's an emotional, it's an emotional disconnect that we are feeling. The social connectedness in our community right now is an impacted um, area. So the best and, and most important way, and, and also if someone reaches out to you, Nikki, if someone reaches out to you because you are the leader and says, hey, are you okay? Don't be surprised or take offence to that. No. Don't be surprised or take offence to that because maybe someone has seen something in you that's influenced them, regardless of age and or ranking and or position. And it's not even about the business right now. It's about, you know, people looking after people. So the reaching out and asking, are you okay? And if this is not the right time to talk about it, I'm cool with that. But I am sincerely reaching out. Are you okay? And I'm not going to judge you if you're not because I'm also feeling a little bit of what you might be feeling and if we can share this together, it might be good for both of us, you know? So walk in their shoes. Yeah, and I like the, I mean, it, it's, there's been so much uh, marketing around just asking, are you okay? Which has been absolutely fantastic. But it, it, you know, the little extra part, which is, you know, and I'm okay if you don't want to talk about this right now, you know, even just that little extra part, because you can often be worried about asking, are you okay? Because somebody who really, needs to feel comfortable will just say yep yep and move on and then you're kind of left with that sort of uncomfortable bit of well that didn't quite go as I as I wanted and now have I caused even more worry for them because now they're thinking I need to put even more of a mask up because you know I obviously people around me are noticing so it's it's really good feedback it's it's um that's good mm. so, so em empathy is the leading um approach there mm. Empathy, letting them know that you also feel not okay sometimes, yes. and maybe even now. So, so if you're truly sensing something is off, but you're not sure, but you're sensing it, walk in their shoes and let them know that you also walk in their shoes. Uh, it's so one I, of the to open that, that up. Yeah, I do that all the time. I actually start with, and I, I did it with one of our team members this week. You know, this is how I'm feeling. You know, the mask thing is. Um, I read a lot from people's smiles. I smile at people when I'm out and people smile back, you know, and, and I'm missing that. And I can't tell if they're smiling at me and, you know, it's, it's okay to wear the mask, but it, I read a lot from people's faces and that, and now I can't read it. So, you know, just by sharing that and saying, I'm, I'm, ha I'm having to read people's eyes. Um, and I've got steamed up glasses cause I'm steaming my glasses up from my mask. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, and that was and that enabled somebody else to open up. So it's good. It is good. And definitely, as you say, um, if you are not the business owner, it's also okay to ask the business owner, are you okay? Definitely. Mm. And and this sort of brings me to a really good point. Um, you know, through this crisis, but but way beyond, and way long after. And and and, and I think 
in, in my opinion, this is my opinion, the world has changed forever. I don't think we're going to be walking around with masks and I don't think we're going to be social, social distancing to the degree we are today forever. But the world, the way we knew it, February 2020 backwards to day zero, the way we knew it has changed forever. So the most important thing, and this is my opinion, we need to be working on is our true identity and what is our purpose as we move forward? Because life, no different to a tree, you're either moving forward mm. or upwards, otherwise known as growing, or you are moving backwards or being held back or otherwise known as dying. So mm. your, your, your identity and your ability to just be really grounded and be moving forward, looking around you, where are my trusted people? How is it that I can continue to be more honest, more vulnerable, more expressive about what I see, where I'm going, what I'm doing, what we are doing, how we're going to be doing it? So we call that the identity shift. And it's a big feature of both my books. And um, actually, Nikki, can we make sure the Trady Wives community gets the, the most recent, I think there's a four or five minute video that I did about a month or two ago that was um, used in our other uh, programs. But if we can, um, if we can share, if we can share that video with the Trady yeah, Wives community, I'd, I'd appreciate that because it sort of makes this next little bit. And I think we're running out of time too, based on the, uh, the alarm bell there. So if we could share the identity shift with the Trady Wives community, I think, well, I truly believe um, it's a very strong message and it's a poignant message as it relates to where we are now as a human race and the challenges that are before us, right? Yes. And the challenges that are coming ahead of us. And if we can keep on just being true to ourselves, our identity, making sure we're not holding ourselves back because of fear, uncertainty and doubt, making sure we're not, okay, I'm the strongest and I'm the biggest and I'm the best and being too far ahead, which means you're a pretender or you're trying to be this facade that you're not. So coming to terms with who are you, what are you, where are you going, can you feel it, can you touch it, are you at least one arm's length away from where you're going versus... I'm way behind it or way ahead of it. I think it's an amazing um, little um, um, concept that it's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. Because for as long as we're for as long as we're alive and we are true to ourselves, we have an opportunity to be better every other day. Mm. And I think that's a remarkable gift that we as humans have more than any other beast in the world. Mm. For as long as we are true to ourselves and be true to those around us. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, no, I'll make sure we, we get to share that. Now, I've just got one final question for you, and, and you'll need to keep it brief because we could be over time. Um, how are the businesses doing in business benchmark groups community? How are the tradies doing? Um, what's, what's your general feeling about how things are going? Uh, they, um, they are doing well. Mm-hmm. as a group yes. and they are doing well on three fronts. They are in control mm-hmm. as in, you know, the challenges that do come and they have been coming, like plenty of projects have been paused and or moved forward. So, you know, they've all of a sudden felt a dip, but they're in control because they've got their 26 week rolling cash flow mm-hmm. and that gives them the insight. Yes. 
So they're doing well as it relates to the next 26, literally some of them 45 weeks. They're doing well emotionally as being the true and vulnerable leader that they need to be, which for many of them is a brand new skill that they are building. And a lot of this sharing has um, sort of touched on the areas that, you know, if if you're a client of ours week in, week out, this is the message and, and we're upskilling and building muscle. So that's the second thing. And the third thing that they are doing well, which is the most important one for me, their home life and their, and their family life has never been stronger. Mm. And to me, if I have that one right, then the whole thing about my business and my, my ability to lead with all the good and bad that we are all facing right now is, is, is a walk in the park, literally. But if I have my business on its knees and I have my home life on its knees, I'm really, you know, I'm swimming, swimming, in the na- swimming naked in the, uh, in the ocean and the tide's just about to go out. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Oh, dear. Sorry, one second. <laughs> That's probably an image we didn't need, but anyway. <laughs> well, if you're swimming in the ocean naked and it's winter and the tide's just about to go out, you're in trouble. I think, I think that might be our cue to close off this week, Stefan. <laughs> I'm talking about getting hypothermia. I'm not sure what you're thinking, but anyway. All... <laughs> thank all you right, so much. Stefan Kazakas, Business Benchmark Group, Nikki Sadler, the phenomenal and great um, Nikki Sadler. And um, we look forward to continued engagement. Please feel free to keep your questions and curiosity coming forward. If you need more help, please direct messages. You know, we're pretty, we're pretty good at what we do and we do it and we have been doing it for a long time. So we look forward to meeting you at some point in person. Thank you, everyone. Be safe. Thank you. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening. 